You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the comic book movie podcast. I'm your host, Pogues, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ben Chapman. Oh, Pogues. Do you remember when the Batman would dance? I, I, I do. Pogues, it's fantastic to be here. I'm very excited to talk about this spiritual awakening that I've had with watching a movie that I always thought I had a grasp on sort of what its deal was discovered that i absolutely didn't <laughs> yeah i even i've seen this movie probably like three times and even in rewatching it i was like boy i don't remember this being the movie <laughs> like there's parts where i was like i don't remember this at all absolutely sensational so if you've somehow autoplayed your podcast app and missed the title card we're talking about 1966 batman adam west tv show to movie production um i just this this the the concept of this movie alone just bonkers it just it's hard for me to grasp it when you especially when you can consider our current very serious you know superhero world where people go into uh a various dc and marvel properties sort of like trying to um trying to sort of connect the dots to every secret character reveal and sequence and and oh, try yeah, to like yeah. overanalyze like, trailers and 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 get really hyper serious about like the how these characters are developing and everyone's sad and has like a grisly backstory and you every, know like every side character has like the name of a villain for in the future in case you can turn it into a franchise yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and then everyone's got their spin-off tv show that they didn't need like it's just it's so fascinating to imagine this is what i kept thinking when watching this movie was being like a teenager in 1966 and like coming into a theater and watching this and like <laughs> I just I can't get myself into that headspace. I, think I, just, you could. I, I can't really? I can't figure it out. <laughs> well, you were a teenager in 1966. Did you not see this? <laughs> it was the way he worded it for sure. Like being a teenager, I was like, what? Uh, yeah, and and Ben sent me pictures, uh, which I don't even think we even talked about during the mini episode, but. There was, like, movie premieres that Adam West and Burt Ward were at, and the amount of people outside it was like the Beatles were coming. Yeah, it, it was it's, a disturbing amount of people. Because because a, a boat company based out of Austin, Texas, built the bat boat that we see featured too many times in this movie, um, is, is it, it, they, they had a contractual agreement that they would build this boat at cost if they held the premiere... In Austin, so so oh, that's why there's so many people because it's like a closed event. So there's like a special event in at a movie theater at the Paramount in Austin, Texas, in 1966, and yeah, it's like the entire city came out to to experience this majesty. Plus all of the boat fans. Yeah. So many boat fans, um, guys. This fucking movie. <laughs> this this fucking movie. It, you know, I was telling Pogues before the episode started that I, you know, everyone I think on the internet of all ages probably has some grasp through gifts and memes of the Batman Adam West series, and others have probably seen constant references like the Simpsons joke I made at the top, as well as like other references throughout like every show ever. Um, so it's like you, you feel like you could piece it together, but you know, I was saying that. I, I knew this was going to be, like, kooky and lighthearted. I didn't expect it to be, like, full-on comedy. You know what I mean? 
Like, I didn't expect it yeah, to be... Th- like, that they were, like, almost, like, overly aware that it was a joke. Like, I mean... they were just putting stuff in. Between the ridiculous dialogue and the absurd scenarios that they acknowledge, like, down to, like, constant set gags, where there's, like, ridiculous... Like, when Batman has to go to the top of, like, the world, the UN, and he reaches the buttons, and they're in 15 languages, and the last one is up, but he has to go all the way across, like, to, even though he's in a hurry to save the world, he's got to pause and read each language, going, ah, up, and then presses the top button. It's amazing. <laughs> it's just so good. I had no idea that it was this, this comical. Um, yeah, it fucking slaughtered me, like, all the way through. I was taking constant notes because they just couldn't stop doing bits. And, and especially I couldn't get over the goddamn fucking jokes where the, the Riddler would have some bad riddle that they would then solve and oh my god ten the, ways into a clue, and, and then that clue would be correct. The thing I love is, so I don't remember it being that bad Fuck in the me. TV I show, but it. it is, like, crazy. But this one, the one at the end, where they're, like, an egg, and then... I forget what it was. It was like something else is the symbol of like togetherness. And if you put them in an egg, what would be a group of togetherness together? Obviously the world can't. It's like, what? <laughs> the, no, the, 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 the first riddle was something, something oh, about yeah. white and white and yellow. And it leads you to the egg. And the second one was, how do you feed 17 oh, yeah, people scram- 16 apples or, or the other way around. Sauce, yeah. And then you put an apple. He's like, yes, a consolidating everything into a smooth unifying texture. Creating that unity and, and, and an egg symbolizing our hopes and dreams in a container. Nope. <laughs> what would, yeah, he's like, what would be a container of solidarity? And he was like, the world tree. Like, it was like, well, what? The United Nations. And I'm like, oh my. And then, of course, the, the thing is that it cuts from that stupid sequence to the UN where the villains actually are. <laughs> oh, yeah. The one in the beginning was... Um, remember, Riddler wanted to give them a clue that Catwoman was working with it? And the, the one answer was like... I forget what it even was. And the second one was like, what weighs three ounces or what's dangerous yellow and weighs three ounces in a tree? It's a c- and he's like, a sparrow. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and he says it as if like, that's a time tested yeah, yeah. riddle. It's, it's, it's abs. It, there's like 10 of those in the movie and they, they do not stop hitting for me every time they came up. Really. It, it is, it is genuinely a fascinating film that, um, like I, I just, <laughs> It's. It, it, I'm gonna go ahead and jump to the end of the podcast and say, "Fucking rewatch this movie if you haven't yeah. in a long time." It is. It is surprising. It is. Like when you go back, you're like, I, "While so watching, like, this is really great." I mean, it had to be extra great for you, having never really yeah. seen it and been having confused. no, I having no clue. I mean, I knew I was gonna love it right away at the top of the episode, at the top of the movie, when uh, Batman and Robin jump on the poles, which are well labeled. And yes. halfway down, they hit the switch for instant costume change. Yeah. And then it snap cuts to, like, the bottom of the poles where they're in costume. <laughs> yeah. I also love that um, when they're in the Batcave, even by themselves, so still in full costume. They never take off the mask or anything. They're just always in costume. They're or either, when, Al- when Alfred Batman or full costume. drives them to the party, he's also <laughs> he's, wearing a mask. He's wearing a Domino mask. As if, as if there's a lot of, like, 75-year-old mustached men in the... Uh, so butler good. suits and there's i have so many questions about the world they built here i had a question right away because as, as soon as they discovered that there's something going on in the harbor that they rush into the batmobile and they drive to an airfield where four men whose job appears to be this 
have ready yes. the Batcopter. <laughs> well, what I loved is he called ahead and said, ready the Batcopter for immediate takeoff <laughs> to the airport. And I was like, why does the airport work for Batman? But then I thought it was interesting that when they went to the marina to get into the Batboat, they didn't call the marina. It just feels it, like there's it, a disrespect for the maritime uh, institutions. It does. But they get to drive the incredible Batmobile um, from the Adam West uh, franchise. So, folks, I want to drop this image into our shared Discord chat. So, um, I wanted to get your uh, your appreciation for uh, uh, how you'd rank the six Batmobiles from uh, from live action films. We of course had the Adam West Batman, uh, which is basically a I don't know what you call that like a like a coupe. Like yeah, a it's, like a fin, a, uh, like a, a, fin, a finned car. coupe with a half domed, half domed. And then like shield. the uh, the thing they put on the back that shoots out fire because it's supposed yep. to be atomic powered. <laughs> yep, it's yeah, it's got yeah, yeah, it's got atomic power. The '89 uh, Batman movie, which is like pretty ridiculous, still like it has a long cab and then a fin. Yeah, and then just like let's get fucking weird with it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with a fin. The Batman movies became car. worse for like the. The Batman Forever and the Batman and Robin ones yeah. are like are like gigantic like plane wings coming off the back. Yeah, with the like... Batman, the Batman and Robin one, the fin on the back is almost as long as the engine on the front. <laughs> like, we it's also just hanging back. We also start after the Adam West one, which seems crazy. After the Adam West mobile, we start adding bat hubcaps. It seems like that would have been on the Adam West yeah. one, but for some reason they don't show up until we got Keaton in there. But um. The later ones also expose all of the engine, <laughs> like, yes, through little slats. It's so it's just like any villain could just yeah, fire slightly, a bullet in there, or just like throw stuff inside, like sugar yeah. or something, and just really fuck up the engine. Um, I would say I, I honestly think the original Batmobile is pretty dope, the the one from nineteen sixty six. But to me, it's incredible. Fry because of like growing up. Then I'm I, probably I think, I'm probably an eighty nine Batman. Yeah, guy. I think that's the best one. Because it's just it's it's right there like in the classic between absurd and well, and it was and, like, like so iconic Burton-esque and, and stylistic. And it's like what yeah. they did for you know then the animated series sort of had that where it was just like the car should be like it should have an engine that's so long it's so many cylinders that it requires the length of two cars. My second is actually probably the 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 Dark Knight one. I know it's so much less fun, but I was so impressed with how they took. Nah. The stupidest concept on planet Earth, a Batmobile, and like found ways to like work it into like realism. I, I am I'm genuinely impressed by that, and I still really like their their translation of it. And then I'd probably go Adam West. Uh, I don't know which is less bad, <laughs> the, the 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 Forever or Batman and Robin. Probably probably Batman and Robin, then Forever, and then the new one because I hate those movies. <laughs> That's probably my, that's probably my sequence. To, oh, yeah, that's the... Yeah, yeah. That's, that's Batman. I Superman. would say they're missing the one from The Batman, which I would probably... I'd probably put, like, 1989, the one from that new Batman, where it's, like, a muscle oh, car. Oh, yeah, that's right, the muscle car. It's one. just, like, a fucking one. Mustang or something, or the car that uh, Vin Diesel drives or something. I don't know. And then yeah. I'd probably say the original Batmobile, because it's just, like, a sweet car. It's a, it's a sweet car. It really is. It's fantastic. As is the Batcopter, like, the way they paint the Bat logo up the front and then have the wings on it and then the whole time like someone's fucking flying this thing around i guess california like someone's just like like yeah. two stunt pilots one of which by the way i, I did a i did a freeze frame i don't, I don't think i got a good, good capture of it but the um the robin when they're flying uh because like batman's in full cowl so it's easy to swap him out for a stunt actor but the the robin in the sequence is like a balding man <laughs> yeah oh, that was one so of the things different. that 
That was one of my notes is, it just said, boy, they didn't even try with stunt doubles in the 60s. Uh, the guy who's playing Joker's stunt double has, like, a fro hair. Not like a fro, but, like, he has, like, really bushy hair versus, like, the kind of Joker's slick back hair. And he's a good eight inches taller than Caesar. <laughs> so, like, he comes out, he's so much taller than Batman. You're like, what the fuck? It's, it's like, so glaring. It's amazing. I, I like... Uh, more sight gags that I didn't mention earlier, though, is is as we descend onto the yacht uh, in the opening sequence, which is supposedly like where a missing admiral is supposed to be on board, or it's yes, unclear. He, he thinks that he is on a like a cruise ship that he never leaves the, his room for some reason, and That's then right. they've kidnapped him, but not really kidnapped him because he was never actually on the yacht. That's the pl- I mean, the opening of this movie is so insane, and then like. 30 minutes into it i was like wait what is the fight what was the plot of, like what was the point of the exploding shark I, I had to like go back and be like i missed something i looked well, away or yeah i want to i want to discuss it but 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 to, to finalize the plan that's happening uh uh or to finalize the scene <laughs> with my favorite gag is that after like the shark bites onto batman and he begins to just absolutely bludgeon it from hanging from a helicopter which is just i mean at that point you're like the movie is just it's already it, just give it an oscar like i mean it's just sensational but when they cut back up to him be like give me the, an oscar get get me the batman like shark repellent the famous shark repellent when he goes up to like uh, all four rigged cans which include barracuda whale manta ray and shark yes. repellent and like, a little like a little holder in the what i loved was like whale was when i was like why would you need to get rid of a whale they're not like notoriously known for being dangerous it's fucking incredible and i'm so delighted with what they chose to do um but yeah like what i'm trying to like now recount the plan here the plan is as we later discover is that the 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 um the the alliance of villains here uh batman's villains have created a a giant super magnet buoy with a specialized like multi-lens hyper-realistic illusion machine that creates the visual of a yacht moving through the harbor with the idea that as Batman descends to board it from the pre-established plot that they took hostage a famous admiral and tricked him into thinking he was on the ship no, no. for some reason. He was supposed to be on the yacht is the idea he's actually he's like a real person he's supposed right. to be on a yacht going somewhere but i don't understand why it's re- relevant to fool him because it's not like because they've just, stolen his invention right but he's just in captive the whole time why why he thinks he's on the boat i don't understand how that's relevant to any of the plot <laughs> i mean like the not the movie's oh, plot but I, the, i'll the, be honest i don't understand why they couldn't have just killed him as soon as they got the invention like i understand well, they needed the, the invention but after right. that i was very confused uh, but the, <laughs> the the intention is all of this subterfuge is just to get Batman to get low enough to the water to be bitten by a shark that they've so that stuffed a with shark explosives. Can jump up. And it turns out those explosives and the shark won't trigger or detonate for a solid five minutes. <laughs> oh yeah, the slowest bomb timer. I mean, it could if it had gone off the second it bit him, they would have got him. I also love that uh, it's. I mean, it is a terrible looking rubber shark. And Batman yeah. proceeds to keep punching it, but it's just like a plastic rubber shark, and they didn't bother to replace the sound, so you just hear like this thump, thump, 
like the most yeah. unnatural sound something could make while it's being hit. It, 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 it's it's like you just hit like wet Crocs against pavement. Like it's just it's just like yeah, it's just a very like rubbery thud over and over again. And, and it's so fantastic that this like fifteen point plan with like hyper complex. 3D realistic illusions and high power magnets and a pre-nuclear submarine and torpedoes and explosive sharks. Later on, they said, well, that plan didn't work. That was that was a bust. But we have a new plan that's sure to work. We're going to bring him to our hideout and make him stand on this very obvious oh my God. purple yeah, like the, black horn. The Rube Goldberg thing to like. And it'll throw him out the window with. into the ocean where he will somehow bullseye a shut explosive squid so it's still got the explosive sea creature in it but it's like less precise oh but, but I, it's like it's so amazing as the plot is basically they're gonna kidnap somebody i just I who's can't. uh like i don't yeah boy it's how so do you even good. describe they're gonna kidnap somebody famous batman's gonna come they're gonna get him to stand on this thing because Which again, like a, rid- a like, riddle's gonna lead him there. It's not he, like a secret part of the floor. It's like a it's, it's like it's, it's like a, a raised pink, flat pink yeah. platform that it has room for more for one person to stand on, and it's not even like covered. Like it has like a like a like a like a lever on it. Like it's just yeah. And then <laughs> it's so funny. And the idea is he'll fly out a window into the water into the yeah. arms of an octopus, which has been rigged to explode. Which is Penguin's entire. The tire plane. Like, like, that's his thing, is just... So I, I, have, a, I have an important question here uh, f- for the rest of the movie. Is Penguin just nautical? Is that like... <laughs> I, I think <laughs> in this movie they decided that that was going to be him. They because... Like, what if we just... I don't... Like, Penguin's like a mob boss. Like, that's always what I've known well, him as. That's right? where things take a turn. <laughs> so... Because... Because not... It, it isn't just that for the purposes of this movie he's acquired a submarine and it's part of his plan. Like, every part of anything he adds to any situation is that he's on a submarine or he's brought his crew, which which cracked me up because when you first see his crew, they're on the submarine and they're dressed like pirates. And I'm like, yeah, of course. They, uh-huh. are, they, they are at sea. They are henchmen. Gotta be pirates. Later on, when he's like, I'll send my men to go, like, I don't know, kidnap Batman or whatever. Like, they show up and they're still pirates. Like, I'm like, oh, so he just... He just has pirates on <laughs> did you know, of his guys. And did you notice that uh, when uh, Catwoman's on the fake date with him, the pirates are playing the violin and they're dressed like the guys who play violins, yeah. but they yeah. still have their bandanas? <laughs> or that or that during the date, Bat- Bruce Wayne is dropped off in the Batmobile. <laughs> yeah, and then the Batmobile is sitting slightly behind a... Uh, uh, like a, a horse-drawn carriage slowly following it with an elderly gentleman and Robin. Like, at some point, you look over and be like, it's got to be the guy, the only guy in the world who has a butler, right? And a child. <laughs> you mean that guy wearing the mask? Like, that 75-year-old wearing the mask and that child wearing a mask? Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> it's really... It's really brilliant. Um, and, I, like, I honestly... It's hard for me to get on this podcast and try to be, like do comedy when i could just read every line batman says in this entire fucking movie because it is constantly good um it is it is air like like it never relents um uh and again we get more of this this comedy in the beginning with them trying to decipher um how how uh who, who was behind this like illusion at sea 
And <laughs> as soon as it, it, it starts with, but it happened at sea. Get it? C for Catwoman. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, like when they're when they're talking about like grouping them together, it is. Oh uh, God. That's it, where like the movie shines. It's just like an exploding it, shark was pulling my leg, just like which, the Riddler would. <laughs> no, which is a joke. And then over the joke, he yeah. says, "I forget what the riddle thing was." It all adds up to a sinister riddle. <laughs> that was it. And it happened at sea. What because I mean, it's just like it's as if like it reminds me of uh, that episode of Community where Chang's going insane and he's like living in there. He's like Arizona. It's a palindrome. I mean, it has like nothing that it does. It's not yeah. true, and it has nothing to do with anything. He's I just shit. I don't know how they didn't laugh through every scene they were in at all times. I mean, how do these, these consummate fucking professionals? How they didn't absolutely lose it in every scene also um uh, uh what is it called the what is it uh united underworld have you yes. did you get a good look at their mural which by the way if you got if you got a layer you gotta have a mural it's just oh, the way yeah. that it is you just have to um have, did you get a good look at that no I, it looked like it was like a squid doing something yeah it, it it's like a squid that's like uh that's like a weird sort of like goofball face and it's squeezing the earth um it, it it's 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 utterly incredible there it is for you uh so it's, it's <laughs> yeah okay it's like in a very lumpier hanna barbera squid that is just like squeezing the earth like a balloon and it says today gotham city tomorrow the world written in like their emblem i, I also I'm, love that like they, I mean, they did not hire a graphic designer to get the text to fit right so it's no. just like the g is on like a different angle it, than it, the rest it, it, it of runs it. off like someone who's writing a happy birthday banner and didn't plan ahead yeah and you're no. like fuck i forgot that there's like a, a th in birthday and that like the, like the fucking set the goddamn set, i cannot get over their little henchman set because there is a bookshelf in the background which yes. has books that are marked private books marked jokes riddles there's like a fish tank with one lonely fish in it there's like a cooler in the corner with 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 cat food and catnip written on the front <laughs> it's just it, it, like like i just i can't imagine one person sat together and picked all this it just seems oh, that's like what makes it so good a set designer was just like told to just like get fucking kooky with it <laughs> A set designer who was like, here's unlimited access to, like, whatever the version of, like, a cricket was back then, where you can cut out block letters, because he just, he labels everything. everything. Every, the bat ladder is, is, is labeled. One yes. thing I wasn't entirely sure about. The is bat there's, drinking fountain? Or the bat drinking fountain. Called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, every, I want, I want someone to list all the items that are in the bat, the bat, bat. And that is, uh, that is like it is in the TV show. Like, each time they go, like, they cut there, whatever the episode, like, if they're like, oh, we need to, like, test uranium. They'll be like, oh, okay, well, I've got the uranium, the the, the, the microscopic uranium tester, yeah. Yeah, he'll be, yeah, he'll be like, go to the, and you're just like, why would you have that, and why is it labeled? I also can't get over the fact that there's a there's a filing cabinet in the corner of the henchman uh, hideout above the, the tavern that, that, that the entire cabinet is, is labeled as having metallic confetti. Yes, and then, and then it's different colors. Red, I green, figure out red, what that was red green, yellow, and assorted. <laughs> Which feels like, isn't that just the rest of the cat? I don't know what is going on in this fucking movie. And I, it just... It just... It just never gets old. Um, I, I gotta see if there's a fucking list of all the equipment in the bat, the bat cave. 
Um, yeah, there's got to be somewhere. It, it's I, I was trying to read it while we were watching it. There's like the bat the bat bat, bat analyst. Like it's like one word. There was like the the there's like a uh, there's like a nuclear like fucking cooling like like tower in the back. <laughs> Which is yeah, like, yeah, because he's he's got yeah because of the nuclear power. To... There's a there's a film developing tank that also lists it's got super fine bat grain, which just feels like one of the crew members that that does like the the developing is like putting their jokes in. I do like the the drinking water dispenser is there in the early shots, so it can be established for the the rehydration sequence later on. Yeah, and and like thank God that he has like uh, what do you call it uh, like heavy water. So those guys just, like, explode. Oh, yeah. And at the end, when he's, like, rehydrating the members of the UN, um, he's pouring water that, in parentheses, says soft. (laughs) (laughs) So you know. So you know that it's not going to happen like last time when those guys became antimatter or whatever? Yeah. Okay, yeah, there's, there's, uh, uh, there's a uh, chemoelectric secret running detector bat spectrograph analyzer, a bat diamond, a bat phone, a three-dimensional bat restorer. I don't know what that means. <laughs> a three-dimensional what? Bat 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 restorer? Uh it's yeah, I I, I really I really just I could not I could not Oh, this is everything for the show too. Oh my god, there's just an endless oh, list. Yeah. It's just an endless automatic yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bat speech imitator, uh, uh, radioactive bat pellets. You know, we got the bat, uh, uh, giant hydraulic bat press mm-hmm. used to make bat diamonds. Yeah, I, I remember that episode. A Bruce Wayne dummy. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's. Uh, absolutely fucking sensational every single piece of it because it's so insane to see that the costumes are stupid the the dialogue is ridiculous but like in 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 an intentional way um and like the the, every vehicle is insane every set is insane but like everyone who was in charge of doing these things like did their all (laughs) like the, the the bat cave is is magnificent in its in its yeah. detail the the, the both all the bat vehicles in, in their insane absurdity are so impressively built like the bat boat looks cool as shit you know it all looks really good i can't believe that they just like hired so many people to spend so much time and money i, I there had to have been some blue collar worker some like guy whose job is like welding who's like sorry what are they asking me to do <laughs> I know, but you had to be like the Teamsters probably loved it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think the guy who did the car, I think they let him do some of the other stuff. Like I think he might have done the helicopter too, and or I know at least I think he did the bat bikes, which didn't appear. I don't think. Oh yeah, they did briefly. Ride him. But I I I don't want to get ahead of myself. But they looked super dangerous. (laughs) Oh yeah, most of the stuff when you're watching it, you're like somebody died filming. Burt Ward or perhaps Burt Ward's like stunt double. Uh, looked really scared sitting in the pod of the bat bike. <laughs> Especially when it, like, separates. You're just like, that guy's not going to make it. He's not going to make it. <laughs> they, they killed the guy for that scene. But let's not forget the the very beginning, um, at the conclusion of this illusion uh, set, uh, pl- ploy they have, they fire torpedoes at Batman, 
and it's revealed in a cutaway that an off-screen oh dolphin <laughs> jumped two dolphins. in front <laughs> two off-screen dolphins jumped in front of the last torpedoes and saved their lives it is like and they, it's such a throwaway line he's like thank god those porpoises were there to save them. <laughs> that was like what <laughs> Because I was trying to remember, I was like, oh, I forget, how did they get out of this? Because, you know, you knew they weren't going to die. But when he said that, I was like, I'm sorry, what did you just say? Yeah. And then, uh, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't, Bert Warby, he's like, truly nature's most noble creature. Truly, yeah. And then, and that leads to them contacting the Navy, who, who, again, like, they're playing a board game. They're uh, playing, like, tiddlywinks or something. They're, they're playing tiddlywinks, and... They they have a single object that you can see in the background, which is a giant waste bin list labeled "classified waste." It's just, it's not so even a, it's it's not even a joke. <laughs> it's not even a bit. It's just something dumb they put there, and I fucking can't get over how much it makes me happy. <laughs> it is, so, and then like I love in that scene too because the guy's basically like, oh, "Did we mess up?" And he's like, "You sold." <laughs> like a, basically a, a, a pre-submarine don't forget that they keep saying pre-nuclear submarine over and over again yeah. as if that has some extreme consequence in this scenario i feel like it was like they must have just introduced like the first summer like nuclear submarines in the 60s and they were like getting rid of the other ones or right, something like right. that's the only thing that would make it make sense we're also revealed now that uh that that, that the riddler is is displaying his uh, messages in the sky, which you think would have been just sort of like a like a comical little cannon or something. No, he's launching a fucking two stage solid fuel Polaris rocket into the sky every time he wants to write a sky message. And like, it's not like even I love when they cut to it, and it's just someone has just it's, written. It's, it's stock, just white. It's not like a cloud. It's not like right. in the shit. It's the explosion forms letters. But the missile is also. This reused every time it's just reused stock footage of the launch yeah. of the Polaris missile, and I cannot get over how much <laughs> how good that bit is. Oh fuck me! I'm gonna. Be, I mean, I, I, this is the hardest episode. I didn't think this was gonna be a hard episode to do, folks. I just want to talk about how funny the Batman movie is. There's yeah, there's so many great. I, and like you said, like I, I when I watched it like the first time, I was like a kid. It was on TV or something. Yeah, when yeah. I was probably like seven or eight years old. And I remember being like, "Wow, that was weird." You know what I mean? Like thinking it was funny, but like just like the sort of bits that are very clear, uh, like Batman running with the the bomb. Oh my god! And he like he, he runs into like a group of nuns. Uh, like a, twice. Uh, yeah, twice. A school marching band, a boat full with like lovers in it. He a, a duck I, with its ducklings that he won't blow up. I track the sequence. He comes out, he runs into the tavern uh, and asks everyone to leave. And two old ladies just keep eating like a bunch of hams for some reason. <laughs> and then he runs outside, tur is turned away by nuns, then by a woman pushing a stroller, then a marching band, then a ladder, a guy coming up a ladder, then a couple kissing in a boat, then the nuns again, then the band again, and then the ducks and their ducklings before he he announces to the crowd, breaking the fourth wall, that it's sometimes hard to dispose of a bomb. Then he, yeah, I love too that most people, when he gets close to them, they look like scared. Yeah. And they like try to duck. He goes up to the pregnant woman with the baby carriage, and she's just like walking toward him, smiling. Yeah. She has no reaction to a guy she carrying. Does not care. What is it like a Warner Brothers bomb? You know, it's like got the big fuse. And it's like a round ball. Yeah, I, I found some. I found some interview quotes from Adam West. It said it took it took them 
like seven hours to film all that sequence. And, and oh my said, god, that would be. Amazing. And he said, he said, he said, you know, it's lucky that I was like a jock at the time because otherwise I don't think I could physically have done it. To like hold that fucking prop up for six hours. Oh my god, yeah, that would be mind-numbing to hold something above your head for that long. Just running from scene to scene. But then uh, there's like bits now when I rewatched it that like I feel like the actors were very in on like at one point too when they're doing the 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 stupid riddles and he's like a sparrow with a machine gun or something and he's like oh of, and, and commissioner gordon's like ah of course and it's just the way he says it like i know this is fucking stupid <laughs> like when he's like really bringing it like his over the top james yeah. gordon and then the weird irish cop uh I, like, like super irish yeah yes um uh we also get like a sequence of, of that we described earlier where uh, Catwoman plays Miss Kitka, a Russian correspondent who lures Bruce Wayne into uh, uh, it, it, you know into their hideout and into captivity. Um, who, they have many scenes together. Uh, at one point, Adam West does say climax, and I, I I'm gonna go ahead and write in my notes here. I didn't like that. No, <laughs> that made yeah, me a little does. uncomfortable when Adam West said climax. But what I was impressed by is that like. I read that Adam West really wanted to do more Bruce Wayne stuff, which is, I think, probably why they wrote in some of this, like, captured stuff. And it is really great. He's playing this, like, pastiche of, like, the classic, you know, kind of James Bond leading man uh, heroism character. And it's it's so fun and so genuine, his performance. Like, he's not doing, like, a kooky character here. He's, like, leaning hard into this sort of, you know, now feels kind of, like, schlocky role. Uh, of this like heroic action man, but it's so genuine and so good. And Adam West is like very handsome. It's it's just it's just an exceptional sequence. Not to mention that when he finally tries to break free and they start getting into uh, physical combat, it's not bad. Like it's yeah. Th- th- well, it is bad, but <laughs> I mean it's it's, like, it's not terrible. It's slow like theater fighting. But, yeah, and it is it is wide swings. There's a couple of times the pirates could not be farther away from the person they're trying to punch. They're so far But, like, off, but... even looking at some sequences, he's being, like... There's, like, sequences where he's being attacked by, like, four or five different people kind of in, like, a sequence. And he's, like, like duck, duck dodge, jump, you know, uh, 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 juke, you know. And he's doing all this movement. And it's clearly Adam West doing, like, a ton of, like choreographed stunt fighting it mean, that's not easy work it's it's impressive and it also gives the sequence in which uh, in which someone does hit that platform that batman was supposed to get on yes. and and the world's stiffest dummy flies out of it's, it it's not even a dummy pokes it is very clearly like a, a green army man <laughs> like, it's it's so weird it like flies out its arms are straight down it's like a tube it has no range of motion it is like a little green army man that they just whipped into a puddle <laughs> Me up. And then it immediately so explodes because much. it hit the octopus. Yeah, yeah it hits the octopus. At this point, though, I think I think perhaps some of my first criticisms arise, which is that it doesn't seem this movie has an act structure or a plot. Or, or is it ready to not absolutely abusively reuse sets and scenes and sequences? Because we spend, like... Like, like we see the villains in their lair once or twice. Then Batman is captured as Bruce Wayne and escapes. Then he comes back, and that's the bomb sequence. Like, it just... 
all right, guys. <laughs> like, there's a sequencing yeah. to, like, how movies work. <laughs> he, yeah, basically they leave a set to then immediately reappear at said set. Yeah, it's, so it's there is a little odd. a little bit of that. Yeah, there, um, there definitely could have been, some of the stuff could have been cut down. They do, like, a later scene back on the submarine, and they're, like, shooting missiles at the Batboat, and it is just, like, straight up the scene from earlier. There's, like, yeah. no difference. You're just like, well, did you guys really need to do this? It's a complete recursion of like the set, the 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 vehicles, the same threat. It's it's all it's all the same. Um, but I do have to talk about something, Pogues, which is uh, how much the, you love this movie. The introduction of the hide the dehydrating gun. Yeah, which they keep talking about that guy's invention, and then they bring it out, and you're just like, wait, that's like what the fuck? <laughs> Did you like the the little dehydrating gun, or I I was a big fan. Um, because it creates, uh, it, it creates like, un- I, I can't decide why the colors of dust that it creates when it evaporates. Yeah, why, why, why they're just random? Why they're, the, they're different colors because all the henchmen are like a light blue and then every member of the UN is a different color. Thankfully, not in an, in an obtuse racist way. Yeah. Um, they're all, they're all different colors. Um, but I also enjoy that as Catwoman comes over and, like, scoops up the dehydrated henchman, which is just a fucking cool sentence, um, as she sweeps up the dehydrated henchman and puts him in a jar, like, they clearly drop, like, half of it. Yeah, she does not. She barely gets it all up, and then she <laughs> yeah. spills so much. Like, that guy f- comes back with no leg. <laughs> a third of it is just spilled onto the ground. <laughs> just the dumbest thing. And the, the intention being that um, they're going to dehydrate some villains so they can put them in a contraption in the Penguin's belt while he dresses like like the Admiral that went missing and gets taken to the Batcave where he then releases them. Uh, that's, the, that's the plan to like their second half of their plan before they then... Every one of their plans I, is dumb. I, I don't like, I don't, like they, I don't. they just get dumber and dumber. It's like... There's so many bizarre, and this also at one point it raised the question to me where I was just like, "Wait, why don't they just like they're so rich? They have employees, they have a base, they bought a mural, they own a submarine. Why do they need to commit crime exactly? Like they're richer than anyone. Why are they building? It was just such an odd choice. Um, That's always my favorite thing in these is when you watch them. Also, I. I, we talked about it earlier, but I was just reminding myself from my notes. I don't want to undersell the the community pit that might get overwritten by the uh, all the other goof stuff in the bomb sequence, which is that when he does like reach that marching band, there's like a, a, a like there's like a, there's like a big platform and there's like a narrow side gap, and yes. like the, <laughs> the the marching band is taking the platform, so he has to like U turn back. And then he does sort of like an awkward like, excuse me, gotta get by you here, like yeah, like like, like a real shimmy, and like it, the music drops out, like the di- like yeah. the music of him running it being like a big deal, and then like it comes back in. Yeah, yeah, for him to like, and then he, and then he starts sprinting again, and the music returns. God, it's just, I mean, you just can't, you can't do this. Like it's just can't, like, it's so funny to me because you know the up, the later Batman movies with like, especially with Clooney, clearly were like 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 the the people who did those movies like the directors and stuff like thought that 
trying to recapture some of this Adam West stuff was part of like what made Batman great. And it seems like that doesn't work, right? Like, cause those movies, I mean, don't be wrong. They're a lot of fun, but they aren't, they aren't fun in this same way. Right. You know, they, they don't, they don't do this the same way. It, it well, just like was, the um... back, the back credit card is clearly like an Adam Westy thing, but it's not very good. Oh, uh, it's not good at all. You know what I mean? Like, it's like they tried to do like a modernized version of of this Adam West Batman because because you know a lot of the people who worked on the movie probably grew up watching this one. Uh, well, that was sort but... of the thing when he did whichever one's the fast one or the first one, Batman Forever, right? That's mm-hmm. the, that's the it, when he did that and he made it kind of campy. The studio execs loved it. I think it was because they thought it would appeal more to kids, right? Could because get a wider it... audience. But he was told when he made the last one with, uh, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger and everything, they told him to go crazy and make it like it. They basically said, we want it to be like the old Adam West show. And that's why he put in like 900 ice puns because he was like, well, that's how that show worked. Like everything was just as over the top and like very systematic as possible. And, uh, yeah, it was just kind of wild. Um, it, it goes to show you, it's not that easy to do. These guys really nailed it. No, it's not. And I don't, like, I was wondering to myself, like, is this something we could do, like, nowadays if they could do? Like, I don't think we could. I think we're, we're so beyond. Like, this is, like, a dead genre at this point. Yeah. Um, there's there's something in my scene, that I, in my notes, that I wanted to point out, too, which is fucking incredible. Even though the third act, if you could call it that, starts to slow down because they go back to the submarine, um, we do get the Batcopter takes damage, and they lose um, oh my god yeah this, altitude when this happened i i was wild <laughs> i did not see i was just like boy they're really stretching this scene out something's gonna happen and this was not what i expected a, a, a couple of notes about that they land they land in um uh what is apparently a foam rubber wholesalers convention which yes, I, I guess there's, a, there's just a pile of foam. This is a pile like of loose foam. Showed up and just threw foam wrapper. I don't. I don't know why they would do that. There's just like a pile of loose foam. But also, as they land and get out, uh, uh, Adam West uh, gets like tangled in his headset. I don't know if you know. Oh, I didn't. I did not notice that. He he goes to hop out, and his headset is like a skew on his head, like for the the bit. And then he tries to get out, and he gets like snagged on it and almost falls down. <laughs> and then, and then as they get out, he delivers like one of my favorite lines, which is like, Robin is like astonished at the odds, and he'd say the odds against it, the odds against it would make even the most respectable gambler, <laughs> the most reckless yeah. gambler, cringe. Which is yeah. like a great fucking line. And he says that while he's standing on the phone and like kind of gleefully bouncing on it. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny because, like, it's such a great line to just sort of, like... Like, just, I guess, it's just, like, so, kind of a throwaway line, but it's yeah. just so funny. Because I, I love the line where he's, like, even a, like, gambler, like, just pointing out how stupid it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the constant, just sort of tossed-away dialogue that is utter nonsense is just endlessly good. Like, I, I deeply appreciate when they're sneaking back uh, in before the bomb sequence and and robin's wondering why people drink so much and yeah. like and like and like adam west is like describing why not to look down on the alcoholic and like it's just so bizarre <laughs> i i love too where i i didn't know if that was supposed to even be like a 
if that was even supposed to be like a bit where he's like, ah, I wouldn't want to live if I couldn't trust my eyes because like they were famous for doing that thing where it's like they're walking up the side of a building, but yeah, they're they're just they just turn the camera sideways. And so I don't know if that was supposed to be the bit. Was like by then it had become like well publicized how they had done the yeah like the bit. I don't know. Um, I also. I don't want to be remiss here when talk. I know this. I know the submarine is used uh, far too much. They were really excited about it, um, but I I do appreciate that. I've never seen a submarine with framed photos in it before. <laughs> that's just, that's not something I'm used to seeing. <laughs> Wait, what was that? The sub the the villain submarine has like framed pictures of penguins, like nailed to the walls in the submarine, which is just like not something I think of when I think of a submarine. I did, having, I did not see that having framed photos as well as like a cuckoo clock on the wall somewhere in there, <laughs> and a mini bar, uh, like in the back, in the back of the scene. Like I, <laughs> it's just. It was very, very. That's, that's pretty amazing. I'm gonna have to go back and look at those. Yeah, I'll have to. I'll have to share some clips with you. But Jesus Christ. Um, another thing to 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 uh, uh to revisit. Are we at all concerned with how much bat knockout gas he has and how much bat wake he has? Isn't that? It seems a little rapey. It seems a little <laughs> disconcerting that he has it in every. I like, like the way he just says. But he also is just like, let's do, and it's like, wait, what? Also, they they bat knockout gas the penguin, and then they bat wake the penguin, and then they bat gas him, and they bat wake him, and then I think they bat gas him again, and they bat wake him a, like another time. That cannot be good. <laughs> like you're gonna forget, you're gonna forget like some like how to do like basic arithmetic after that. Like it's not good for the like like penguin's doctor is gonna have to be like, sorry, have you been losing consciousness a lot recently? <laughs> it's not good, man. <laughs> It does seem, yeah, like, it turns out that, like, all these people have had suffered horrible brain damage. <laughs> I mean, that's why, that's why Cesar Romero, uh, looks so insane. I do, I do. I, I love that he did not shave his mustache. You told me that. so visible. And I didn't, like, know what that was going to look like. And in the very, very beginning, like, there's so much movement, it's not immediately clear. And then they do close-ups in the submarine in the first, like, 15 minutes or so. And then it's, I was just like, oh my god. <laughs> like, that is... That is not even remotely, remotely a problem, uh, or remotely realistic. But I will say one of the things I was disappointed by was Cesar Romero is probably everyone's most known Adam West villain, you know? Yeah, yeah, I think the Joker is definitely, like, he, and Cesar Romero. Cesar Romero's, yeah, him. exactly. And he is nothing in this movie. He has no role in it. Um, no, like, which is odd because he's like, he's one of the larger villains in the TV show. Right. And, and the penguin does the majority of the plots and then Catwoman has her own thing because she does like the double role, like fooling. And then the Riddler's shooting his things up in the air. Like the Joker doesn't do a single thing. Like he just, ha he's just in scenes, like saying something to the other characters. Yeah, and then kind of laughing. I think it's also like, it's weird because you realize that the Riddler is just playing the Joker on speed. Like he's like, just doing, right. Like every, he'll say something, then start dancing. Like, a, I don't know. It's like a marionette. Or also, something. it's weird. He also like when they break into the UN, like he's got like explosive gadgetry and he's like launching the missile. Like since when is he like a gadget guy? Like I, I've, I've never really known him to be like that kind of character where he's like building like custom devices for like blowing stuff up. That feels like a jokery thing more than anything. 
and like the penguin has like not, like like strange gas you know like that like they have to like take a tablet to avoid being influenced by so yeah it's just like it, it just seems like the the joker they gave such a big character that i was really looking forward to like nothing to do which was a little disappointing yeah, it was. Now, now that you say it, I guess, yeah, he really doesn't do much of anything. And he's sort of just in the back. Of course, maybe that was, like, part of why he refused to shave his mustache. Like, maybe he was doing something else. So they were just like, well, he can't be in the movie as much. Yeah, he'll just do, like, I, I don't know. Things. And that's why and he was like, I'm not going to shave my mustache off. I'm filming, you know, whatever across the street. And I'm not going to deal with a fake mustache or whatever. I would have loved to see, like, I would have loved to be on set the day they filmed the fight sequence on top of the submarine. Because it's clearly on like a set with like a pool of water and like yeah. and like and a, it fake, ends a like fake a, backdrop. It like ends like a high school beach movie. Like everybody yeah. keeps getting knocked in. Uh, but there's like 15 people in the water and like and like it's just it would have been so funny to to sit sit back and watch these guys just chuck each other off of this plastic boat. Um, also, I do love that uh, Batman takes uh, a specific pause in the fight. To throw Catwoman's cat into a small rescue boat and say "Bon voyage, pussy," <laughs> and then go yeah, back I mean, like to that fighting. was that was the that was the one where I was like, okay, that one was a little on the nose, like a little too much of trying to be cute. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it happens like out of nowhere. Like, oh yeah, that's what I mean. It was like so weird. I was like, oh, that was like aggressively out of nowhere. <laughs> also, can we talk about um, when Batman realizes that Kitka uh, was really Catwoman the whole time? Like, a French oh. song plays while he stares off into the middle it's, distance? I think it's the song that they're playing... Um, like, in their in, date scene? I, in the date, yeah. I, I, I think that's what it's supposed to be. The song because that you're playing on the... I don't know. It's so weird. It's like a full minute. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's most of a song in, in a language we do not speak. And he's trying to act with uh, half of his face covered <laughs> Which is, I give him props. He seems sad, so yeah. that's pretty good. When most of your face is behind what is like a soft silk, <laughs> you know, it's it's hard to act that way. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's fantastic. I mean, I feel like this episode has just been me saying that I love everything about this movie, but that's really the, that's really the way about it. I mean, I do wish that they had either cut or or pulled a new third act idea out uh they, they probably ran out of money which is why they kept reusing like four sets but uh i just you know i gotta respect how the, the density of comedy in this movie is so high like every sequence even if they do dawdle plot wise uh and go back and forth like every sequence is got something funny happening in it whether it's overacting a bat gadget some absurd joke in the background um, and just sort of like the weird delivery of lines where, yeah because i mean like adam west is doing his like weird the joker is over you know i mean like the weird like pausing he does that he's like yeah he became like known for so yeah it, it is just like it's so much of it is funny even i, I like the <laughs> The one thing I like, too, is uh, when they have to get to the UN or whatever they call it, their helicopters crashed. So Dick says, let's take a taxi. And for some reason, Batman says, no, not during midday or something. And he said, we'll just run there. And then they proceed to just run. And that's part of the movie. <laughs> like They could have just showed them arriving. We didn't need to know any of the extra details. But they decided to be yeah. like, well. And then they cut back. And Robin's like, oh, man. 
this is hard. I'm getting a stitch in my side. And he's like, let's hope it's a stitch in time that allows us to save the council. And I was like, why is this in here? His statement, he goes, let's hope it's a stitch in nine, which save or stitch in time, which saves nine, as in nine members of the United Nations Council. It's so good. I mean, it, it is it is breakneck comedy from from start to finish, and uh, it deserves all of all and of like my all of it. Just insane comedy. Yeah, like, just absolutely. Really. I mean, you called it a fever dream in your in your text. Yeah, and that, that is absolutely <laughs> accurate. That was one of. Uh, so me, and, as some of you may know, me and Ben don't always watch the movie. Most of the time, we don't watch the movie together. Just right. it's easier to schedule yeah. because you know we both have lives and stuff. So every so often, one of us will text the other and be like, boy, that was, this, we, we fucked up, we shouldn't have picked this, it was really bad or something. Ben just sent me in all caps, how have I never seen this movie? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I know, and I was watching it at the exact same moment, I was like, I know, it's like a fever dream, it's so weird. It, it's so good, and I feel, I feel like I was shortchanged by having waited this long to finally watch it. Well, I'm glad the podcast finally righted a wrong. Finally, finally, we watched some, finally some good fucking food. I mean, that's finally something to enjoy. <laughs> no more suffering. So you wait, you're saying you, you like this better than uh, the second Swamp Thing? Interesting. Yeah, in fact, to go ahead and get there, uh, 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 I mean, this is an absolute recommend for me. I think that's, a, that's wildly clear to anyone who listens oh, to this yeah. whole episode. This is so much I fun. I definitely recommend it. I could I could easily see this like watching this with friends. I watched it by myself. It amused me plenty. Like this is just an all yeah. An all I found myself movie. like actively just sitting there watching it. Like, and I mean, I, like I said, I've seen the movie a few times. So there was times where I was like, I don't really need to pay attention, but I'm still enjoying it. And yeah, it I it was it would be a lot of fun to watch with friends, just because especially if you could find more people like Ben, somebody you know who hasn't seen it. Yeah. And just sit them down and just watch as they like experience something to be like. This was in a theater. So yeah. they released this theatrically. It, it it just feels like a like like a, a two hour sketch, and so it's insane to think that you would like lined up and saw this and then bought merch. You know, it just it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. Yeah, it, it's wild. So I believe that's this may be like the first very enthusiastic watch. I don't know if we've ever been this I know. enthusiastic. It's really insane. It's really insane. I, I I don't even know what to say. So here's what happens, guys. If after you go and watch it, and you're like, boy, that wasn't very good, that means me and Ben are both having some sort of, like, uh, hysterical reaction at the same moment, and you should worry about our well-being. Yeah, if you come back and say, guys, this was really bad and awkward, and we'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about, it may mean that we've both been put to sleep by bat gas and woken by bat wake too many times, and we're now experiencing cognitive... I, I'm, I'm up to 15. Cognitive. Which seems like a lot. Inefficiency. Yeah. If my doctor says, I have to stop. <laughs> Once you break a baker's dozen, it's a real danger zone. <laughs> my, my doctor's always saying that. <laughs> <laughs>